All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast. First off, let me start by saying thank you to all my new subscribers. Just last week, this podcast set at 222 subscribers here on YouTube. Now it's well on the way to having 900 subscribers in one week. And that's all because of you guys. And I send my thanks to you today here on this Saturday, June 18th. So what is today about? Today, we are talking about a situation that happened two weeks ago involving Atlanta rapper Trouble DTE. So let's start from the beginning. Around May 28th, Mr. Jermichael Jones is sitting in a car with the unnamed female. I know the female's name, but I'm not going to mention her name here today. With an unknown female, and which is his girlfriend. And he and his female is having a discussion about uh, him not having any money to pay her rent as he lives with her. This discussion gets heated and Mr. Jermichael Jones punches this female in the face. After he punches her in the face, he exits the vehicle and she calls the police but doesn't file charges on Mr. Jermichael Jones because she felt as though he fled the scene. There's no need to call the police on him. I guess she goes back on to the apartment and goes on about her life. As she goes on about her life, this takes us to a week later. We see in Instagram photos, I can't find that Instagram photo for you guys, but I've seen online where you have Treble DTE. He's at a club with his homeboy. He's throwing up his gang signs and have a, having a great time. But I do have a video for you. Well, I have a couple of videos for you I'm going to play real quick. These two videos were done by Treble the night before he was killed. Hey, you guys listen, check these videos out. Yeah, that fool got a kill out of that. Oh, they tried to holler at me before ass shit. If a motherfucker tried to holler at you and you weren't gone or you on some fake booze and shit, accept the way you left it. Because if a motherfucker end up scrolling across one of your buddy, bumping to her or something, like, didn't know it was your people, but they end up fucking around, don't be goddamn no tender pendergraph. Holding the Tesco. Oh, he tried to fuck me. Hey, man, you missed your jumble. Now take your fuck ass on over there to the oak and sit on the bench. And watch Real nigga don't get no fuck about your pad, right? Nothing about what happened before me. But the reason why a lot of y'all don't get taken serious because y'all still be consistently fucking them niggas, two, three of them niggas, and we be knowing. You might not know that we know these niggas because every nigga that I fuck with on a daily basis. You don't see me with these niggas who I talk to or who I got real relationship, real tired with. You don't see me with them. But y'all be fucking two, three of them niggas. So of course a nigga just gonna, you know what I mean? We just gonna kick the one together, bitch. I still, I fuck with y'all, you know what I mean? I got nothing against you. I ain't gonna never shame your name, no none of that. That ain't never been part of my campaign. I never shame your name. But I recognize game, so I back with state. But at the same time, like, but for a nigga, bro, you got to keep that shit gangsta. All right, guys. So in both of these videos, Trouble alludes to the fact that dudes should not trust a female because the, these females may be out here dealing with one or two or three different dudes and you don't even know about it. And one of the videos you hear him mention that 
he knows certain dudes who would be sleeping with a female, but the female doesn't know that he knows these guys and she'll be sleeping with one or two of them. Now, I believe what's basically being said here by Trouble in these videos is telling dudes that you can't be mad when you find out a female is sleeping around. And you may even know a couple of dudes that she's sleeping with. Because in one of the videos, he was alluding to the fact that, you know, you sit around, you're holding the your Johnson & Johnson, and you're mad about this when you find out. Sadly, the same, the same conversation and the same incident came knocking at his door on Sunday morning of June 5th. Now, let's get into Sunday morning, June 5th a little bit. There's many different speculated stories out there about what happened Sunday morning at 3 a.m. Um, right now, I'm showing you the police report that was filed that morning. As you, as you sit here and look at it, the contents of this police report explains what happened that morning. Now, if you searched on YouTube and you looked around, you'll see a lot of people who thinks that this woman was being deceitful in this report. But I'm going to go off what was reported that morning when the police showed up. When Mr. Jermichael Jones showed up at the apartment, they, they were said to be forced entry. Now, there's a lot of speculation because Jermichael Jones did live there with her. I don't know if he had any key to an ap the apartment. I don't know if he walked in, but if he had busted into the apartment, this should have awakened trouble and a female, depending on the size of the, size of the apartment. We'll, we'll look at it. It could have been a one, two bedroom, who knows? But depending on the size of the apartment, you would still hear someone commit forced entry into the apartment and wake you and your uh, company up at that certain time. So as Mr. Jermichael Jones enters, enters the bedroom, he I guess he notices trouble in the female sleeping together. He must wake, awakens them too, and he gets into an altercation with said female. At the time, he punches her once again in the face. Once he punches her in the face, trouble gets up to help her, and he and Jermichael Jones gets into a scuffle. She tries to get into the middle of them two, and at that moment, Jermichael Jones pulls out a gun and shoots Trouble. I heard two times, and I heard one time, and in this report, it says he got shot once in the chest. Once he got shot in the chest, Jermichael Jones fled the apartment, leaving Trouble to succumb to his wounds. Crazy situation, guys. Very crazy situation. And that's basically how the story went. Now, this is a part of, I didn't mention this in the beginning because I wanted to send my thanks to you guys, you new subscribers to the channel. This is a part of my Lust, Lies, and Murder um, episode. So we're going to get right into what I feel about this situation and a message that I have for you guys and for you ladies out there if, who may encounter this situation or may put someone in a situation similar to this. There's not much uh, about the case um, that, that's known except for what's going on now because Mr. Jermichael Jones has not spoken with, in, has not confessed to anything and has not broken anything out. So in the next two weeks, we might see something like that come out and I might do a follow-up uh, podcast about what he's saying. I might do that. 
but I also might continue with my lust lies and murder lust lies and murder excuse me episodes or if some other trending news come I'll hit you guys with that so let's get right into what I have to say about this situation then I'm address the, the men and then I'm address you ladies as I always do and then just give a little bit of information about how to prevent things like this from happening in the future okay my thoughts on the situation right as men we can never be upset when we find out that a woman that we no longer are in a relationship with according to the documents is involved with another man now i've had this situation happen to me and it's happened to my brother my brother was with a female one night and her baby father came knocking at the door when my brother opened the door the guy brandished the brandished the weapon my brother knocked it out of his knocked the weapon to the left according to him and tried to swing on the dude once he tried to swing on the dude the gun went off and shot my brother in the arm i had a situation where i had a guy follow me back to a motel i was staying at and come to find the guy was trying to convince me to come to a feed to, to the car acting like a female and later on told me he was going to shoot a friend of mine because at the time I was dealing with his girlfriend. Um, crazy situation, guys. But I've always told people that you never know who's dealing with who or what so who someone is dealing with when you start when you first meet them. That's something that you have to add into your beginning conversations wherever you meet this person at. In the beginning of meeting them, I'm probably going right into addressing the guys, the fellas real quick. In the beginning of meeting this female, you want to ask, yo, yo, let me just ask you real quick. You ain't got no crazy ex-boyfriends I got to worry about. You ain't got no dudes that you're dealing with I got to worry about. Some dudes who can't let go or don't know how to let go. You're not currently living with nobody, are you? These are questions you do want to ask. You're not impeding. Because the situations I just gave you three one my brother was involved in one i was involved in and we see the trouble dte story it does it's not a shame don't be ashamed guys if she gets mad because you're she thinks you're impeding on her personal life hey so be it you may have just saved yourself some trouble no pun intended you want to ask these questions you want to ask important questions in the beginning because you don't want to have someone kicking down your door or kicking down her door because they don't know how to let go. I'm gonna give you guys another quick story that connects to this, right? I was uh, talking to a woman back in 2006. She had explained to me, this is what I'm trying to explain to you. She had explained to me that she wanted to let me know her and her boyfriend still keeps in contact because he still helps her pay the rent. So he may pop up from time to time to drop off some money or to come speak with her. I appreciated the fact that she let me know that this guy still pops up. And if I am over here and he pops up, she gives me a heads up that this is going to happen. Now, I knew this guy she was speaking about because I've seen him a number of times in the hood. And he always rolled with about three or four dudes. So I knew at that moment... To, thinking to myself, that dude is always with 
three or four other dudes. So if he show up here, I'm definitely going to probably have to fight. So as I'm thinking to myself, man, do I want to continue being in this lady's company? Because I don't know, we never know. Even though the female may tell you, no, he's cool. You don't have to worry about him. It be those ones you think you don't have to worry about. You truly have to worry about. And we don't know what someone is going to do in a fit of rage and pain. We don't know what they're going to do. They are unpredictable at that moment. Especially if they have a weapon on them. We don't know what they're going to do. And there was a physical altercation going on with them and that female. Another situation that happened with me, guys, I'm going to go back to that previous story. I was sitting in a, uh, a vehicle with a female on the block. She was sitting there taking my braids out. I had braids at the time. We see her, uh, uh, I guess a guy she was dealing with, I didn't know, and her brother walking down the street. Yeah, that's my brother, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. So about 10, 15 minutes later, this dude shows up at the vehicle, spit, smashing on the hood. He goes around, tells her, get out. Like, the lights are on in the vehicle. I don't know if you ever guys have been, ever been in a car. <laughs> Late at night, you can't see outside. So I couldn't see he moved from the passenger side to the driver's side, opened up the driver's side door, and hit me. So I'm like, oh. I'm thinking, like, oh, should I get out? But I'm like, I don't know, because there was two dudes out there. You understand what I'm saying? And they might be trying to lure me out of the car. To kill me at the at this moment in time. So what I'm saying in, in, in these instances that I'm giving you guys, this happens more than you guys think. If you guys out there have been involved in situations like this, you understand what I'm talking about. And if you women have ever been involved in a situation where you have two guys at bat over you, you understand what I'm talking about. And the, the previous story I was telling you about the guy, the lady who had informed me that he comes over. So her and I, we're sitting in a vehicle one night. We're talking. So I see this guy, I know what the guy drives and everything. So I see his car ride by. I'm like, oh, I think that was your, uh, you know, your boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, whatever, that just rolled by. She said, for real? I said, yeah, I think he just rolled by. I know that truck. You know, I've seen that truck before. She said, oh, okay. We just continue talking. I mean, I'm not like, you know, I'm going to pull off now. You hear, you know, like I should have just left trying to be macho, trying to have all this bravado, guys. It's not good. Oh, he ain't going to do nothing to me. I'm not worried about him, especially if you don't got a tool on you. Oh, I'm not, not worried about that. Whatever's going to happen, you know, because once somebody pull up, pull up and pull out and start letting go, you might not have the time that you need to flee the scene. And you may be left at the scene, if you understand what I'm talking about. So I sat there. I'm like, you know, she said there ain't nothing to worry about. I, I've seen the dude before. Whatever. So I'm sitting, we sitting there talking. And all of a sudden, I look through the rearview mirror on the passenger side. And I'm like, yo, he walking up to the car right now. Like, I see him walking up to the vehicle. And she was like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to get out. I'm like, oh, man, get out. You know, talk to him. Don't sit in here. You know, go ahead and talk to him. <laughs> Don't just sit in the car. What you doing? So she sat there. She's like, I'm not going to get out. I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, it is what it is now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to pull off because I don't want to seem as though we're trying to run from him now. You know, I'm, I'm still this bravado, still poking my chest out. I ain't trying to run from him. So I'm sitting there. He comes to the car. He's like, oh, let me talk to you. At that moment, we had already talked and I, I was already done speaking with her. So 
she could she was ready to go. So I said, go ahead, chop it up with him. I'm gonna catch you next time. He's reaching the car. Nah, you ain't gotta go nowhere. I'm looking at him like, nah, I was leaving anyway. You know what I'm saying? Why well, you ain't telling me I ain't gotta go nowhere? I don't know who you done called before you showed up because he's seen us in the vehicle. If he walked straight to my car, he's seen us in the vehicle already. So I don't know who he called before he showed up to the car telling me I ain't got to go nowhere. Nah, you ain't. Go ahead, get out. I'm going to holler at you later. Y'all handle y'all business. She stepped out the vehicle. When she stepped out, I pulled off. You know, came back to see her another day. But just in that instance, imagine had I been dealing with a Jermichael Jones. Come in the car. Take her, tell her get out and start letting go on me. You see what I'm saying? So you never know. Guys, you never know. Don't don't stick your chest out. Don't poke your chest out. Don't try to don't try to incite this guy any more than you need to. A lot of y'all out there will be like, all right, man, I ain't no, I ain't, I ain't no listen, I ain't no that. Hey, you, you know, I'm not a bussy boy, you know, and, and blah, blah, blah. That's not what I am. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna stand my ground, ten toes down, whatever. Whatever. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Flee the scene, my G. Get out of here. Don't stick around. To you ladies. Don't be ashamed or afraid to let someone know you have Someone on your hands, like this lady told me, that the guys you're dealing with now may want to know about. If this guy is someone in the ghetto or in the hood that you live in that does damage, you want to let the guy that, you, that you're involved with know that. Especially if you invite him over to your crib. If you invite him over to your house, you want to let him know, hey, I got an ex-boyfriend that pops up from here from time to time. He's whatever or whoever. Hangs with these guys. Sometimes he's with two, three, or four guys. You're giving this guy a heads up. So that way, if this guy shows up, he already is aware. Or if you're in a state where you can, you know, open carry or whatever you want to do, you can at least have something on you where you're fully prepared. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, not promoting violence here at all. You understand? But I'm just saying, in these situations, you want to be prepared. And ladies, you want to speak this stuff up. Some women, I don't want to tell my business. He don't need to know all of that. Yes, he does. At that point, you're putting his life in danger. He does need to know all of that. He needs to know everything that's going on with you. Every little bit of details that would affect his life if someone was to show up to take it. He does need to know that. That is a problem. That's how we end up with these situations of lust, lies, and murder because nobody wants to say anything because they feel as though my business is sacred with me and I don't need to relate to this guy I'm just sleeping with for tonight or however long that I have another dude that he has to worry about. You do have to do that. That is your responsibility. We talk a lot on this side about women taking accountability for their actions and accountability for what they're doing. Take accountability, sis. Let someone know what you have going on in your life. And if your life is reckless and you invite a man into that life, you need to let him know that. You could not say, oh, he don't need to worry about that because, you know, this is my business. No. 
once he invites himself into your life, any any business that will inflict pain or death upon him is definitely his business at that point. You should probably come with a warning label. Or you should just speak up and say, this is what I have going on. This is what you're involved in. If you want to continue past all of this I just told you, then so be it. And at that moment, gentlemen, you should leave. Because if she has not ironed out her troubles yet, you don't want to be around when the trouble comes knocking. Because a lot of dudes do not handle these situations very well. And nobody wants to be the guy who walks up and sees someone sleeping with his girl. He leaves. That guy knows he left. Then goes on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Or he's a rapper and makes a song about you being a dude who showed up and didn't do anything while he was sleeping with your woman. Guys, y'all got to stop doing things like that. Stop bragging about sleeping with other people's women. This is a different conversation now. Real quick though. You don't want nobody's woman. You don't want that. That's like me walking into somebody's house. You understand what I'm saying? Going straight to the kitchen. Grabbing a garbage can. And walking out the door with it. You don't know what they're dealing with. Who they're dealing with. What the person's capability is. You're just walking out. With trash. You don't know. So before you think about having having it in with someone else's uh, female, leave that alone and go find another one that does not have anybody. Where does this bravado come from to want to get somebody else's female? Where does that come from? Somebody answer that in the comment section if you made it this far in the video. Let me know this timestamp so you, I know you're answering this question. Where does that come from where people get excited about sleeping with other people's mates? If you run into the wrong situation, you are going to get something delivered to you that's going to take you off this planet forever just because you wanted to have this glorious moment of exchanging with somebody else's mate. Let's end it here, right? As you see next to me is the physical abuse hotline. If you are in a relationship where you're being physically abused, you should reach out to this hotline. If you are in a, an abusive, this is for women and men, an abusive relationship, you feel you cannot escape, reach out to this hotline to get help. If you are on the verge of breaking up with someone and you are on the verge of ending a relationship with someone, you may want to make sure that you end this relationship in a safe place where you don't have to worry about this person causing harm to you or if you're in the company of someone causing harm to someone else. You want to make sure you get in touch with the police and have them either in your presence or have them do some monetary uh, patrols in your area after you break up with this person. There's nothing wrong with letting 12 look after you while you are trying to end a relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. So be smart. 
Don't let one of these instances come knocking at your door. RIP the Trouble DTE. Guys, I want to thank you for taking the time here on this Saturday, June 18th, to listen to my rant. I want to thank you new subscribers for subscribing to the channel. If you're new to the channel, hit that subscription button. Hit that bell on your way out so you're aware when I make new videos. And I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace out.